Soft Soap Studios, it's Big Apple Baseball. I'm Luke Lowry, and the closest thing I get to human interaction is feeling the butt warmth from the girl who sat in my seat before me. Actually, the last person to sit in the seat you're in now is not a girl. <laughs> yes, but this is pertaining to more at my work. This isn't exactly about the right Just like the current situation. That yes, is but man this open isn't work. about current situations. This open is more about our work habits and whose butt warmth we do or we don't feel. Is it, though? Because you had a different take on it, I thought, in the rehearsal. To my left. <laughs> don't you dare bring up rehearsal, Mr. <laughs> fucking get his panties in a twist I so didn't. much. I swear. Yo, I was telling you, you... Everybody, you can tell by his, his uh, okay. tone yep, when he just yep. said I didn't that you know he did. Uh-huh. And to my left... Although now it's to my right. You know him. Nope. He knows baseball. He knows computers. I'm all mixed up, but his butt warmth at work comes in the form of cake farts. He's Chris Calderon. Yeah. I wish I got to sit down, though. No rest in the bakery world. So you don't actually sit on the dough when you cake fart? They're like, you just kind of cake it on? No, that is not how we do the cake farts. And directly in front of me... You know him, <laughs> you tolerate him, butt warmth? He don't need no stinking butt warmth. All he needs is a hole that's less accusatory. <laughs> He's Jeff Morehouse. Uh, freaking accusatory <laughs> holes. Yeah, I'm shocked you let me use that line. We're talking about the band Hole I like it. With, with Courtney Love, right? Oh, I assume so, right? <laughs> she, that, that band was so accusatory. They were, they killed Kurt Cobain. Well, with their I, I don't want. I don't want to accuse the rest of Hole. No, it's really just Courtney. Uh, you know, I'm gonna do a first thing I've ever done, and on air apologize to the rest of Hole for lumping him in. Thank you. You're a better man. Yep. Appreciate that. All right. <laughs> That's our <laughs> Holy shit! Right? How do we get through this so quick? That's something we must be broken or something. I know I'm a little sick. Well, we are it. a little broken. We we have a different mic situation. Yeah. We're sitting in different <laughs> chairs. We're using different mics. Should we so explain or it's, well, do, do we have to? I mean, just that we're we're not. It's not usual. But do we so. do we want to do we want to let the uh, the audience behind the curtain? Well, I think if you want to ask the question while the audience <laughs> is listening, then yeah, maybe we need to answer that question As that you just posed. Why we're all on different equipment in different spaces? So I flew into a fit of uh, drunken rage when Luke mentioned cake farts and smashed Luke's uh, headphones. Yep, because you yep. can all know that that cake farts is what got Jeff. <laughs> Nothing else about the open, to him. just cake farts. <laughs> but yes, Jeff is an animal, a beast. Interestingly enough, there's also a band called Cake. There is band. And they have a single called Fart. Do they not? Is that not true? Can someone see that that's a lie? They're like a <laughs> late 90s, early 2000s kind of rock. Let me get some more biography about a random late <laughs> well, so, 90s. You know, not all our listeners rock. may be familiar with the band Kick. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think everyone is. Uh, didn't they do? Um, if there's one. Th- if there was a mission statement that I said when I'm gonna, I'm going to start a podcast, and what do I want to accomplish? I want to inform the general public about the existence of Cake in the late '90s <laughs> and their genre of the music they played. They they did that so song honestly, though. It was I really good. Today yeah. Because mission no, was which is the one I'm thinking. You know the one I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, it's like um. When I go. No, that's not the one. Maybe that might be garbage. The band. Oh, is that I is get cake mixed yeah, up with garbage. garbage. Yeah, it is garbage, actually. <laughs> didn't they do it? You know, because he's racing and pacing and hugging. Was that them no, or the Butthole Surfers? Like butthole that's yeah. not Butthole Surfers. We're going the distance. That's, that's not Butthole Surfers. That is. So, yeah. Going, the, going distance? the distance stuff? Yeah. That is not Butthole Surfers. Isn't I it, though? It, was. it is not. No? I guarantee so, you that is uh, not. <laughs> now, now I'm going to have to use 
Uh, and story, I'm on Luke's shitty about, laptop. How about some people just like talk and vamp, and other people look it up? So big Game of Thrones this week? Uh... No, no. <laughs> they, they to- Cake totally did the distance. Okay, so I was wrong. Yeah. And that that really good cover of I Will Survive. Yep. And Luke is failing in his number one duty <laughs> oh, yeah, already. Yo, I failed for like three seconds. Calm the fuck down. Uh, the world is going to end. All right, I think I think. Okay, I'm yeah. At... By the way, Cake did that song. I, I just said I know. that. He's <laughs> looking up. All right. Well, uh, okay. The audience doesn't believe it till Luke says. By the way, so that is the first know. time in the history of the Big Apple Baseball podcast this laptop has been used to look up factual information yeah, for the podcast. Well, yeah, in the because of the I show. have a phone and I don't use a bulky laptop. Okay, I use pen and paper and my <laughs> phone. And, and that's laptop? why. And that's why you never have the information before I do. No, uh, I often have the information before. What about this time? This time, I'm sitting in this awkward chair with this <laughs> awkward microphone, and yeah, fine, I didn't get the information, but, you know. Anyway. You know you still have the plastic on your, uh, So this computer. was a, Yeah, because uh, I keep it nice, unlike some people. A lot of, okay? uh, Hey, I still have a sticker on my monitor. Get a dust buster, okay? Dust, the, do the words dust buster mean anything <laughs> A lot of rainouts this week yes, in baseball, I saw. No, we gotta do the topic list. Chris, f- I mean, true, Jeff, yeah. fuck you and your freaking, uh, segues, okay? You can take your segue and shove it. Coming up on the show today. <laughs> All right. That's segway scooters. Do. That's that's not a great segue what's, either. What's but we're better, segways or Vespas? So this week we're doing our first interview with a uh, a participant in the Big Apple Baseball Fantasy Baseball League. I thought you were going to call him a mongoloid. I mean, to his face. Yeah. I would talk. I wouldn't call someone a mongoloid behind their back. Yeah, just their face. Yeah. Freaking mongoloids. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're going to be talking about Pineda and all his fun news today. Um, Suspended, going on the DL. I'm surprised you can see the topic list from all the way back there. Yeah, I'm not blind. I mean, I am <laughs> blind, but I wear glasses, so that kind of helps. Spoiler alert. Yep. Now, now they all know. <laughs> God damn. Uh, talk about the Yankee rotation. Talk about the Yankee free agent signings. Cano's return to the Bronx. That was that was interesting. Honestly, one thing I want to talk about is the freedom I feel with this new mic. I gotta tell you, I'm like born anew. Like <laughs> that, I can hold this mic right here and talk and not have to have a stupid headset. We gotta uh, get I'm, you a I'm, fucking. I'm feeling yeah, like I'm, a million uh, bucks. I gotta be honest. <laughs> we need to get you a Bob Barker mic, like the old one oh, from yeah. the old, oh, yeah. like that, the long right thin one. Yeah. So you're just sitting there like this with like a fucking a stroke arm holding yep. it up. So. Now, Wait, wait, of all the, jo- the hollow no, yeah, jokes... I restrained myself from no, making no. the long stroke and thin joke, joke okay? <laughs> the what? Stroke. The stroke, long and thin joke? Stroking your long and thin joke? No, I, I made... Right. I'm, well, right, whatever. Make a clearly, stroke. clearly a stroke oh, joke went over your head. No, yes. I, it, 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 it's news technically to you, a Bob Dole joke. If you say words, it Bob relates Dole back to Viagra. penis size. No, I think if you hear words, it relates back to penis size. Well, yeah, whatever. Slight difference. So our um, speaking of penis sizes, our, our reporter in the field, George, uh, was at Canoa's first game back in Stadium. He actually wrote an article, which I posted yesterday on our uh, website, BigAbaseball.com. There you go, Jeff, putting in work, putting in that producer work about sitting in the bleachers during all the so-called uh, scandalous chants and what his you know first-hand account of the scene was. Awesome. So did we get into enough topics that we can just jump into this one yet? We haven't even gotten to the it, Mets topic. Yeah. Oh my god, the Mets topic. Uh, Alright, we don't have to talk Mets. Yeah. I mean, yeah, um, really, we just yeah. do it as a favor no, to you. Oh no, yeah, well, thank you so much. Besides the grand talk, I, don't, I do Don't like, you worry, do like, we're going to get into it. I was just hoping we could skip these formalities and get into what Don't you want to talk about were. how bad Curtis Granderson has been? And what's going to happen so when I don't care how bad Curtis Granderson has been because I'm 15 and 11, I'm on top of the world. There you go, there you go. Good. Alright. Alright, so we got that and more. Let's jump right in. So yeah, what were these Cano chants? 
they were what sellout. Well, no. so oh, the, that so I'll give, that a, I'll give a little background. They did like our initial roll call chant for them. You know, like Robinson Cano. Oh, okay, classy, classy. Yeah, so it is Robinson. Is it Robinson? Either, either way. So they did the Robinson. Robinson. Chant. Robinson. Yeah. There you go. So he turned around to do his typical right. wave, and then when he turned around, they yeah. hit him with the "You sold out. You sold out." That should, they, 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 they made it, them and then they got him. Now, just, are we just talking bleacher creatures or the whole stadium? Just bleacher creatures, okay. but it was loud enough where. If, so if, our on-field reporter was in the bleachers. Yes. Okay. And if you actually watch the highlights of the game, you see it like visibly affect him. Really? Like he has like a pain look on his face and like starts you eating more. You see a soul, a soul tear like when an yeah. alien sees garbage. Well, so he's that, eating, that's pretty cruel. They they got him. He's eating sunflower seeds like a, like a slop pig. Like he's just like stuffing sunflower seeds in his mouth okay. at that point, like just to. By the his, way, I just tweeted that article out to our listeners so they can check it out. Absolutely. I thought we weren't supposed to use our laptops for other things when we're recording. No, we're, we're totally supposed to use them for other things like this. Oh, okay. For research. Mm-hmm. This yep. show stuff. It's not It's not reading ESPN basketball scores well, like true. some people do. <laughs> yeah. Not yet, yeah, at least. Namely Jeff. <laughs> and only Jeff. Yeah. Do we want to touch on our Donald Sterling thoughts at all? I mean, it's some of the universal sports topic. I don't like associating with people like him. That's what I'll say about him. Yeah, I don't like associating with people like him. I like being people like him. <laughs> so I'm going to take the controversial view. Oh and like, who amongst us doesn't know an 80-year-old who's a little racist? Well, like, no, I'm saying so his, his actual words, yes, they're offensive, and yes, they're racist, but like... He's not like this N bomb Magic Johnson. Yeah. Not is in this recording, sp- but I heard he said to Raleigh Mas- Massimino of the Villanova coach, "How do you coach these ends?" So like he has been like okay. quoted as I mean, dropping that word. But as a related topic, Jeff Sears here is a bartender. Jeff, when you're a bartender and you serve different crowds, are the hip hop crowds a good tipping crowd? So factually, they are lowest tipping crowd. <laughs> And, and so, so hip hop doesn't mean black; it just means during hip hop shows. So it just means urban. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I go not, to hip hop shows. Those dirty, uh, dirty, dirty urban. They, oh, yeah, <laughs> not the they come. So yeah. I am not categorizing any type of race of people into being into any type of music. You know, you get our listeners want to draw their own conclusions. So basically, you're saying Goodwin's a bad tipper. Yes, Matt Goodwin, uh, <laughs> our music critic, is a terrible tipper. Goodwin, I think you owe the world of bartenders an apology <laughs> and a few more dollars. Fair yeah. enough. Alright, how the hell did we get off on that tangent? Uh, I think it's the freedom that I feel from my microphone. <laughs> yeah, this is this is too much for yeah. you. I love it, bro. I love I, it. We're not careful. The pants are coming off. And oh, that's not minute. good. They're feeling a little tight. Yeah. Wait, so they weren't... They were supposed to be on? <laughs> well, Luke's. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Everyone else is allowed to free ball it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, so I, I, I had fun talking, Cano. Let's, let's, you want to continue that? I mean, yeah, do you think yeah, he deserved the booze? Well, so on, do, what's no, your, what's he did not deserve booze. Um, so, I don't think so. So, we're not, again, we're not getting into, like... You're not going to so, boo him for getting his money. No, no of course exactly. not. And also, you're not going to boo the Yankees for being smart about not giving him well, his so, money. Well, so, Yankees offered him a so seven-year deal for $25 million, okay. which is more than he gets paid annually now by the Mariners, but right. they offered him three more years. Right, exactly. And, and so the for Yankees a total of $65 million yeah. more dollars. The Yankees yeah. offered him more money per year. But who cares about that? And if he produced over the length of his contract to the no. extent that no, he's No, because paid, when he's 36, he's not going to get no No, he's not going to get that deal. Nobody knows. Everybody know that. knows that you cannot be that old and get that kind of annual pay. I mean, he, he so could hope to be Carlos Beltran at 36. So Carlos Beltran is $18 million a year. That's 
perfectly fine. But that's not $27 million a year or 24 yeah, Half. You gotta think. So the if difference is, is, is not half of 24 Oh, uh, probably not. No, because he won't be playing a defensive Beltran position. Beltran is an exceptionally good 37-year-old. Yeah. yeah not everybody is as good as Robbie Cano is not going to be a second baseman in five, six years. He'll be lucky to be a third baseman, frankly. Well, so we don't know that for a No, fact. we do that's, know that. That's history history, history supports the hypotenuse. Uh, hypotenuse. <laughs> that's Wait, a good so one. So is that where you used to hang bad tippers? An hypotenuse? It is. It's a theoretical <laughs> way to do it. At a... What a ninety degree angle. So is that a, that's a math joke, I guess, right? No, I think it's a lynching joke, Jack. <laughs> I think it's both, yeah. which is fairly impressive. Yeah, there we go. Math was, and lynching. Yeah, it was math big apple baseball. <laughs> that's that's our next uh, flyer. It might be our shirts. <laughs> math and lynching, big apple baseball. Yeah, I, think I might have Stitcher. to veto that. I'm sorry, guys. I what? Like it. That's a good one. On the back, no, just... it's not so good. Oh, I like it. So well, back to my sterling anyway. point. Yes, what he said was wrong, but does he have? Does do they give him? The, does that give other people the right to take away his business? I just Wait, I don't we think are? it does. Hold on, what? Hold on. How do we get back? Yeah, yeah we were not talking Donald Sterling. Well, so anymore. we were. No, no, we really, we're really not. Were. I'm saying, well, we were talking Robbie Cano for like ten minutes. Well, now. so yeah, you didn't let me get to my point about Sterling though. Which, oh, please continue. Which was well, actually, you know what? I'm not. Yeah, gonna, no, uh, thank yeah, you. Anyway, exactly. It doesn't matter. We're almost fifteen minutes yeah, in. Yeah. Fuck Donald Sterling. NV Stiviano. Bitch ain't even hot. She looks like fucking made of plastic. Oh, exactly. Would you let that be a lesson? You don't record your... Don't bug your own house. Do you see, do you see her like, visor? Yeah. Her welding helmet. That. So, yeah, I and get... And now she says she's going to be, what, the next president, I believe? Yeah. In the United States? That's what she okay. said. She's, yeah. running, she's uh-huh. running for president. And, and I'm going to be the next president she wasn't all the about the 50 minutes of fame with TMZ. You That's did? why yeah. she's not willing to take down Sterling's quiet money, hush money, well, because so, she wants these 15 minutes. So I hope... Pissing off to the point of that he will have like people torture you to death for two years, you know, is worth your maybe, you know, like who's getting tortured to death well, so for two if years? So you piss off a billionaire, they torture you to death for two years, or worse. And then once two years goes, you're done, you're out, you're good, you've <laughs> well, been so, tortured. So torture to death usually means that when the two years is up, you die. Oh, you're right. Yes, because I know the phrase "torture to death for two years" has such a conclusive and well, obvious so end game. Yes, in the phrase "torture to death" usually means torture to death. Oh my God. Okay. So, Robbie Cano, don't you know? What do you guys think your worst free agent was? So you guys got a bunch of high-priced free agents. I don't like this topic. None of them were bad. They've been great moves. Shocking. When was the last so time go, the Yankees go, going had going into what, the 09? season? Yeah, well, going into the season, I would have said Matt Thornton was going to be our worst signing. I no, didn't but like... again, we're qualified we're, we're, because it, okay, but he got fifty, he got uh, no, nine he, million. Fine, Brian Roberts it's hardly a seven, big sign. So I mean, like, if you're the Mets, maybe if we're going <laughs> to bring in like those lower guys, then yes, the answers like Brian Roberts and Matt Thornton might be applicable. But when you well, look I'm at the guys, fine. Brian Roberts has done decent enough. Who, who, wait, did they resign each? Was it this year that they resigned no, each? Year? Oh, that was last two years year. ago. For some reason, we gave him a freaking two-year deal. Although, so he has been totally fine as our fourth outfielder. So I think it's, it's an interesting terrible. point to say of the big ticket free agents, of the guys that you spent seventy five million and plus on, that Did they even spend they've that? all been pretty good um, and McCann's been the worst. Five if you years, have to choose the worst, McCann's been the worst. Uh, but I mean he's good. if that's the worst He's still You're doing pretty, pretty damn good. Oh, hell yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like when, you know, it's not very often or commonplace <laughs> that Jeff's chair makes that much noise <laughs> slash that uh, that you get that many free agents and they all don't put up sinkers of April's. The Yankees have been extremely quality. So, yeah, I mean, I think the worst free agent signing is, well, 
I'm not so worse as no. Wrong. I think we, I think we were, well. I don't know where we're going to edit this thing, but I think we were off of worst free agent signing. No, we've we been weren't. having a we uh, like yes, we, we were weren't. though because I think I said like balls and booty or something yeah. that hopefully we're going to use. No, we're not though. But aren't we so though? Th- that's why I did the other clap. To get <laughs> no, rid of that. I think I, no. I don't want to get rid of any of that. Fine. Okay? So I'm going to clap. Just going with I'm going to clap again. No, he ain't going to clap again. <laughs> There's no clapping. With the technical issues have taken care of themselves. This is freaking the most entertaining look at technical difficulties that you've ever received. And you're welcome, audience, okay? You're fucking welcome, okay? This is what real podcasting's like. It's not all roses and fucking prolapsed anuses. It's sometimes a little bit of the nitty-gritty. Wait, so okay? is that podcasting or is that working at the animal hospital? I don't believe that. Well, yeah. Well, so there are no roses involved, A. And there's but, not many prolapsed anuses. I mean, there's a couple of infected anal glands. Yes, I'll give you that. Have you had one prolapsed anus? There's some anus. anal glands that shoots have you across had one, the room. Have you had one prolapsed anus? Yes. So that's many then compared to my job. But I've only had Chris? I've only had prolapsed anuses because I have sex with the animals. Well, so you're saying you have prolapsed? You have a prolapse? No, no, I haven't been sexed with the animals. <laughs> I've had sex with the animals. There's a very and, big and difference. That's, and that's why they have prolapsed anuses. Yeah, because they can't take what I'm packing. So when you pull out the little Yorkie uh, today was yikes. traumatized. <sighs> um. <laughs> See, so okay, right now for those who don't know. Chris is, like, battling a cold. He had to, like, call the time out and go blow his bitty-bitty nosy. And so this is what happened when Chris is out of the room. We just talk nonstop, just animal sex. <laughs> Here comes Chris. Uh-oh. <laughs> We've been caught. We've been caught missed animal sex talk. So, anyway, baseball, baseball, yada yada, baseball. So I'm going to do another clap? No, you're not going to do another clap. We're good. Chris just set the mood lighting. We're all good. I got a semi. Let's go. <laughs> that's oh, what, God. That's what the hell we, happens when, we, I, when I go that's step out of the Luke, studio? That's why we make Luke wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I, I assume you guys burned through all the, uh, the Mets yeah, topics? We can no, get right back no to Mets topics have gotten to yet. So I guess oh. we're off worst free agents for the Yankees. Uh, let's just go right into uh, the Pineda shit. Yeah, how about that idiot? He's so, a fucking retard. So let's just go to our live thoughts while we're watching it. I was watching the game. I was half paying attention. I look up. I see a meeting on the mound. And my first thought is, there's no way, again, they're checking him for pine tar. And then you see the giant fucking shit well, so stain I, on his neck. I didn't see it until he turned around. Yeah. So at first I was like, wow, like the Yankees are going to hit a Red Sox batter because they're making Pineda do this again. And then he turns <laughs> around and he apparently is sweating. See, honestly, pine I thought tar. he had yeah, just taken tar, part yeah. in uh, one guy, one cup. Oh, and, the, and that, well, and that the cups are dripped on his neck? Correct. Well, I mean, have you ever seen the video? Yeah. It goes more than just your neck. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking idiot. And he caused the Yankees to be short, you know, a, a 25-man roster spot for 10 days. And now, and now four weeks. he's hurt. So, so how, do you, how do you strain your back throwing a simulated game? Can you answer me that? I obviously, no you're not going to amp up and try to break the speed gun. I doing believe it. I have an answer. He didn't have pine tar? Poor masturbation technique. Do you think he uses pine tar for that too? So that he's like, because it's probably he, not he's wise. Like doing it he, he, you really don't need the grip. You know, it's all about the grip. <laughs> that kind of, I, I think it's more about like, I mean, maybe if you use like Vaseline or some sort of lubricant. I don't know if you want like a razor hard, sharp, tight grip. I don't know what you do, but razor hard. Sh- Sharp type grip. Freaking sounds right up my alley. Yeah. So is it weird that you I should use, use sandpaper? stick them next time, or just Elmer's glue? Sandpaper. 
Yeah, sandpaper works. Yeah, well, you got you oh, sandpaper yeah. it down. That way, when you use the glue, you, it like adheres to the scratched up surface. So I, I have to admit that this is actually from a movie, uh, The Human Centipede Two. <sighs> you actually saw that? No, I did not. Not, but, not Sharknado Two? Not yet. Not Darren Nado Two. Uh, but no, yeah, it's actually for a movie. And that was Jeff with his weekly <laughs> narrow joke of the week. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll give my shout-outs out of the way first. No, no, I actually, I think it might be an unnecessary part of the show <laughs> that, like, maybe, if we're lucky, 2.5% of the audience gets. So we can just bypass it I think it'd be and good go back to fucking stuff. dick jokes. Did we have more Pineda to talk? I mean... Well, so what? So when you watch, when you were watching the game, what were your thoughts? He's a fucking retard. Is there any defense for it? No. Just I mean, I don't think pine tar should be illegal. I agree. Do you blame the Yankees, though, for not hammering it home to him? That's stopping an idiot. And that it with 20, 29 other guys, if not 30 in the dugout, kind of how many trainers you have, yeah, whatever, someone should have that said, nobody saw Michael Pineda, the starting pitcher, put his hand no, into something and then wipe something else the on it? The person that it matters who didn't see it is Girardi. That Girardi could let one of his players or walk Rothschild. out of his Or Rothschild, Rothschild yeah. He's also in the dugout. Fine, but, but right, but who's the big or like like where does the buck stop? Rothschild well, so or fucking Girardi? I don't expect Joe Girardi. He's watching that batter. He's right watching now. his batters <sighs> hit, and he's you know in his mind he's doing whatever yeah. managers so do. To... If, but if you don't have control of the whole team, then you get called Rex Ryan. You need to be. You need <laughs> to have utmost control. So you're saying of the Girardi's wife team. was in a you foot can't porn? just you can't <laughs> just do the defense or you can't just do the pitching or the hitting. Like it's your team. You're Joe Girardi. You're the manager sure. of the Yankees. If someone leaves your the, you, well, leaves your so the buck stops with Cashman then really no because his manager's manager hammers home to him. If you're Cashman, you have to make sure that either you, yourself, or your manager, or the pitching coach, made sure he wasn't going to do this again. Now, rumor oh. has it, another player actually applied it to him. Rumor? I want to know who that is. Who, oh. who smeared it on him? So, but how would anybody besides other player know? Like, Pineda is not starting that rumor. Well. You want me to guess? Um, yep, here we go. Here, yes. here, here's Let's Jeff accuse the player. player. <laughs> never had before. Well, so go. Okay, who the hell would be friends of Michael Pineda? Well, my guess would be one of the Latin pitchers. Yeah, obviously. Um, who's in the dugout, though? They're and not who would the... be there? What? <laughs> no, nothing, nothing, nothing. I was just going to say... Is Nova, is Nova in the dugout with them? He might be. I, I don't think so. I don't You'll... think he was there at the time. Yeah, you wouldn't figure he uh. would be... Um, like, maybe I'm so maybe proud of myself for straining myself. Just do it now. No, I'm not. I'm done. I'm good. Was it that racist that yeah, we're in trouble? Yeah. Maybe Dylan Batances. <laughs> so he's, he's in the bullpen though. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know. That's what I was just trying to think. Uh, but yeah, I mean, maybe the backup catcher. Solarte. Maybe Solarte. Maybe a backup catcher who sits with him or something like that. Or Gardner. I've been watching. This is a little tangent. I've been watching Gardner play. He's not a smart baseball player. He's having a terrible year, by the way, also. He is, but, like, it seems like he's in his own head way too much. He's like he's uncircumcised. Well, so my question is, why the Yankees give him his contract before the season? Why not make him play out his free agent year? And yet, so they gave him the contract before the season, yet they never gave him the bris. Like, what's up with that? (laughs) So you don't don't want to talk serious Yankees? Nope, I don't. (laughs) Oh, no, Mets yet? No. We still have to talk to the starters' rotation. No, we really don't. Yes, we're at we the 30 minute mark. We have an interview well, yeah, coming up. With your nonsense, we're at the 30 minute mark. And yeah, reality, we're yeah. at the 20 minute Granted, mark. Granted, yeah, with my nonsense, uh, in parentheses, the best part of the show. Tit. Well, so you just yelling boobs and tits <laughs> into the mic is, I don't know if that's the best part of the show. I mean, I think it might be. All right, we'll have a poll up on the website tomorrow, um, sponsored by the Seven Line. So vote on that and get a free Seven Line uh, 
$50 gift certificate, I believe it was. Huh? They're being extra generous this year. Oh, yeah? Yep, and if uh, extra litigious. and and yeah, and if they're uh, if they don't give it to you, they now have a stand in City Field that you can go and voice your complaints. I can't wait to hear that to hear the back from that. Bullet points from Willits Point. There you go. That was a live bullet points from Willits Point. So the Yankee rotation. You're having too much fucking fun with that. So the Yankee rotation is two starters down. So Juan Lagares is coming back. And I think the outfield might be a little crowded. Do we think Nuno and Phelps will fill in admirably for the two departures? I think we think that the audience would rather hear Mets talk. I mean, not if... Then Yankees' fifth starter talk? Nuno? No, it's fourth and fifth starter. Okay, good. Let's put it in both holes. Like, I don't care. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think that's our next uh, drop. <laughs> yep. Let's put it in both holes. I don't care. <laughs> All right, all right. I think with that we can move to topics. Thank you. We so got what we needed. Finally. I think. Wait. So that should be our weekly seven line shout out. Let's put it in both holes. They don't. Care. I'm gonna add that to the the other uh, Luke audio that we have saved. Uh, it is. It's pretty good on command. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about actually the team with the best record as of this podcast. Yo, fifteen and eleven. That's what we're By coming for. Game. Ninety wins. Ninety wins. We got you. We're coming. April check May next. So I believe when I quizzed you before the season started for over under wins, you said like eighty three. I think correct. So now you believe ninety? I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but really? I think that eighty five is really within reach. Is that, I'll be is very that, happy. Is that playoffs? Uh, no, but it's probably like two games out. It's pretty close. I'd say it's within What's playoff hunt. With before in the last week of the season, we will still be mathematically alive. So I don't and mean that's to, pretty good. I don't mean to get off on tangents and that tangent. So now in that scenario, let's just say Syndergaard and Montero have reached their innings limit, and the Mets shut them down with a week to go, and you miss on the playoffs by I mean, game. Talk about getting ahead of yourself. No, as a, as they a haven't fan, come up yet. As a fan, I'm not going to entertain it. You, as a fan, do, do I won't recall, entertain it. So it was talked about today on Daily News Live. So because it was talked about on Daily News Live. And and we operate on a higher plane than Daily so News Live does. So the question was, can the Mets starters the maintain this pace that they're pitching at? And the answer was, they only need to maintain it till July or August. Your Honor, up, I plead the fifth. When they bring up the I reinforcements. I refuse to incriminate myself on grounds of Jeff well, Jacksoff so over his Yankees topic. I'm not. I think this is a good thing. So I'm just saying, hypothetically, if the Mets bench them for an innings limit and you miss out on the playoffs, do you renew your season tickets next year? Or what's your recourse as a fan to voice your displeasure with the organization? He goes and buys so I didn't hear one jersey. word you said. Yeah. All I've been thinking about is like coming up with some joke about cum encrusted nonsense. That's all. That's your go-to. <laughs> like jerking out somebody's face, you know, cum in your eye. Like you're not, you're not even original anymore. Like if any the audience fan, doesn't know that. Well, so if any fans have listened to all the shows, they're gonna catch. Fine, but if they listen to all the shows, some, we've already done our job, and I'm good. <laughs> I'm I'm golden. Oh, so you, you can rest on your laurels now. Yeah. Please, start I've coasting. been doing that for like weeks now. <laughs> nice. All we ask so is hold to on. come I'm up sorry. with original I'm jokes. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, don't give me fucking sorry, <laughs> bro. What uh, what's your question about the Mets? Maybe so if they bench Syndergaard and Montero, well, that's for so ridiculous. Them. They're not up yet. I don't I know. know what their role is going to be. I assume Syndergaard is not going to be put in the rotation. I believe Montero probably will be put in the bullpen. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I assume Syndergaard will get in the rotation, in the rotation if Montero he comes up, and Montero will not. So the whole innings limit is just such a hard thing to quantify. You... Yes, I will be pissed. I don't want them to shit out on the season. But on the other hand, it's a very important thing to baby these pitchers. Now, does babying these pitchers mean that they won't get injuries? No, it doesn't because we babied Harvey and Strasburg got babied. 
and everybody gets babied, and yet they're still getting... But that's the thing. We don't know the answer to how to keep these pitchers well, healthy. So you as a fan, what do you do if they if they baby them and bench them? I, 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 I take it in stride because it's what everybody else does, and it's industry norm now to baby these guys. it's guaranteed for the Mets to make the playoffs every year. No, but I. But if we do this this year, if we win eighty five and miss out by two, I will wholeheartedly it's been assume seven years. Then we'll, we'll miss out next year. Seven years. I wholeheartedly assume that we'll go. They're going to improve on our win years. total from this year and get there next year. So if we win eighty five this year, I think we'll win eighty nine next and we'll be there. Regardless of shutting people down, not shutting people down. Jeez, let me just like a thirteen year old kid out there who doesn't have the memory of when the Mets last made the playoffs. The Mats made the playoffs in 06. What's this thir- yeah. thirteen years? Because he doesn't remember when he's four. Oh my God! Don't you tell me when people start remembering, okay? Mostly. Here's Jeff, the foremost authority on yeah. when babies I have start a PhD remembering. in freaking I don't pretty know. hard dick. <laughs> yeah, player hating something. Anyway, so why does Granderson suck shit? Well, so Again, big, and it don't matter because we're fifteen and eleven. So it boom, doesn't matter. Next topic. A, a bigger topic. Lagaris is coming back, and all three of your other outfielders, EYJ. Well, not all three. I said EYJ, Chris Young are playing well, and Granderson is not playing well, but you can't sit him because you would ruin the other four years going forward. So I assume that the Mets outfield situation will take care of itself between the fact that one person will slump and who's not Grant. Yeah, fine. Granderson slumping, you're not going to get out of the lineup because he's slumping because there's too much money owed to him. I, I accept that. But between Young, oh, the other Young, up. the two Youngs, and Ligaris, one of them will probably slump, slash one of them will get injured, slash EYJ will take some bats from second base from Murphy when he doesn't play. So you would think that there would be a way to fix this outfield situation, that it will sort of fix itself. How is Murphy doing? I haven't been... So, my Murphy stat. Okay, guys, you remember last year. Yes, I hold my hat. Right. Yes, second, second most hits in the NL was David Murphy. This year, going back to last year, there's only one player in the... Oh, no, here, here's a question. Who in the major leagues... Has the most consecutive stolen bases without getting thrown out. David Murphy. David fucking Murphy. <laughs> I set up there. Yeah, right. Come on now. Between How many? How many? Is it over 10? 28. 28. Okay, that's a lot. 28 steals without getting stolen bases. He's two away from uh, the Mets all-time record that was held by, I'm forgetting. This is I'm going sorry. back to what year? Last, Last year? year, I believe. Maybe the year before, I'm not sure. Um, point is, David Murphy well, so he is So he has Mr. to have over underrated. 20 stolen bases a year for it to mean anything. Well, no, he could have 15 and it still means something. It means no. that he's very smart. That's all it means. I'm not saying yeah, he's a speedster. I'm saying he's very smart about it. I mean, freaking Beltran's got two stolen bases already. Great. What the fuck does that mean? Does he have 26 in a row? No. no exactly. Okay? Because he's Fucking not... A... sit and spin. <laughs> well, I could, but then the non-WD-40 of the chair would pick up. <laughs> <laughs> um, point is, is whether it be Murphy's hits last year, totaling second in the NL, or this current streak of stolen bases, he's an incredibly underrated player. How concerned are you about Granderson? I'm not concerned about Granderson because we're 15 and 11. Because we have other outfield options, so, although we know we I know we won't use them over him because of the in August when you're five games under 500, will you then worry about Granderson if he's still batting where he is? Yes, well, I do I not mean, like the strikeouts, the home run. Yes, yeah. I, I, he does not look good, but I'm not willing to write anybody off in April. I think hitters especially May. have bad Aprils. <laughs> it's fucking May 1st, and we don't have his May 1st stats yet because he's not done playing his game. So his April was not very good. It was 3 nothing Colorado. So. But, um, yeah, in the 4th. Yeah. So he's had one at bat, maybe two. Um, How many of those do you think he struck out? Your two. mother. 
Okay, <laughs> stop with the Granison stuff. He's fine. Like he's not fine. You're talking to someone who's watched him play for the past what three, four years. Yes, and you watched him hit 40 home runs. I will take every home run and every strikeout that he gave the Yankees. I will take that as a Met fan. He has not struck out yet. Bang. Shimoopy. Today. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah. No. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> no. It, not Granderson. Not yeah, never. Ever. Never. So uh, speaking of Granderson, how about that Ike Davis? What's oh, right. It? Because that's a segue. You lazy piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> you want to talk about laziness? Going from Granderson to Ike Davis is the laziest thing. You've well, they're ever both done. doing terrible. Oh my God! Way to grasp at straws. And but it's not. And so over sixteen is what Granderson's batting right now. No, but he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's Wrong. doing worse. He's like over ninety, but right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he is. He's batting under 150. 133. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, that's a low highway. So the segue would go from <laughs> recent Met additions to recent Met subtractions. Oh, look at now you. Now on to Ike Davis, who has gone 0 for 16 since hitting his grand slam with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Look at you, Mr. fucking Marconi Man. or Does he start? You, you give me a mobile microphone and I come alive. So then he does, since he's been traded well over a week, that means he doesn't start every game, obviously. No, he doesn't. Who plays first for them besides him? Uh, I so, don't know. Yeah, somebody else. I think they have Gabby Sanchez, so I'm not sure. So they, what they did is they pretty much said, we have really shitty, a bunch of really shitty first basemen. What should we do? Yeah, Let's sign another really shitty first baseman. Yeah, with potential. Mm-hmm. Don't you talk bad about Ike Davis. Don't you talk bad about The X- reason you put X- that up there was so we could talk bad about Ike Davis. That's true, and Granderson. No, it's so uh, I could tell you <laughs> I would not talk up. bad about Ron Davis's ex-Yankee relief pitcher's offspring. Because you should have more pride than to badmouth the offspring of your ex-relief pitchers. No, not when he's a Met. Exactly, no class. <laughs> yep, those Mets have no class. Do you think the no, Mets... No, I don't. Well, so, no, I'm saying, do you think... The Braves obviously have been playing very well. Do you think they'll take over first at any point before the All-Star break? The Mets? Yeah. I do not think the Mets will take over first. One thing I do think... So they're in second wish, place right now. As I wish the Mets signed Jose Abreu. Obviously. I know we had a big first base issue. Five really years, have, $68 million or Oh, something. my God. How crazy is that? So, well, he so he's not, not going to keep it up, obviously. He's not going to. He's not going to hit 70 home runs. No, but he might set the record for best rookie season ever. He just set the record for best rookie season ever. Well, that's, that's not a real ever. stat, best rookie season ever. Sure it is. What's each row? He's going to win the MVP and rookie of the year. Maybe. Yeah. He's on pace. If he keeps it up, definitely. I mean, that dude is something so else. The guy just outpaced Pujols' April. Pujols had a fucking amazing April, yeah. like an April for the record books. And now Abreu has that April. You guys should be happy. You got a, you got a pretty good Abreu yourselves. <laughs> oh, hey, Bobby's world, bro. I he he had a home run. Oh, and a towering home run. He's got power to spare. Where was he the past ten years? He was on the Angels. For like a year, and then like no, a couple of years. You know, the wall, a, I think the wall ate him. That he was so scared of. He's got too close to a wall one day. Just literally, he doesn't like those walls. No, he does not. No, he, he definitely takes gingerly. He yeah. doesn't really approach. Doesn't even really approach the warning track. There he goes. I use words. He's scared to listen to Pink Floyd. Yeah, does not like walls. Here he only has roofs in his house. Totally open floor plan. Doesn't watch the Wizards. John Wall. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh-huh. No Game of Thrones. Oh, the wall, yeah. Yep. There you go. Ah, oh, look who made it. Game of Thrones fun. reference. Magic. I, what do they call it? The Horn of... Uh, yep. Oh, God. Ja- what did ja- I do? Jamir or what something? What did I Yeah, open? something like that. Yeah. It's coming. So from I'm, excited, I'm excited to see that wall come down, put it that way. Hell yeah. So from a should-have-been-met to a has-been-met, K-Rod leading the league in relief pitching, 
Luke Lowry leading the world in segways. 13 saves in a month. And is that really going to keep up, or is he going to get in a fight with another relative? So, like... They're, first of all, they're using him on like five back to back to back to back days, which is crazy. That's dangerous. Lie. Four at least, but yeah, I mean. Lie again? No, I think it's four. Pretty sure it's not it's lie. It's four, yeah. Lie. If I anyway, lie. it's not anyway. So lie. Yeah, I I could see him like change the scenery, in Milwaukee. You know. Change the scenery from his last three years. I, I don't know, Mister. I mean, so what's the answer? Why is he doing so good? I don't know. You're a fucking dumb piece of shit. I don't know. <laughs> Figure it out for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because his probation may be up in New York. I'm not sure. So, I mean, uh, yeah, this isn't the time to ask why. This is just the time to let people know that K-Rod's doing good on to Joel Hanrahan. You think he's going to be a Met or a Yankee? Joel yeah, Hanrahan? Yankee. I hope so. I think he ends Yankee, up in New York. Yeah. Uh, I'm really hoping it's the Yankees. They could really use a veteran presence. They need, they the Mets need him more, but I think the Yankees are the team that can actually, you know. So I think... Hanrahan will go to the place that's more likely to close. So if David Robertson comes back and doesn't fail, and he doesn't like his opportunities of becoming the ninth inning guy for the Yankees, that that could be the thing that swings him to come to the Mets, because he could in, more easily envision a path to the ninth inning via the Mets compared to the Yankees. Well, yeah. How's, how's, how's your boy Farnsworth been well, doing? You know, with those relievers, that's often a, a thing. Like, you know, they'll choose. They'll well, you're going to get paid more money. for that. What? You're going to get paid more as a closer. I think he's going to look for the team, though, that's going to give him the two-year deal. Well, yes, that always is a swing factor. Now, do the Mets do that? Uh, this year and next? Uh, yes. Probably cause part they of should. Be... Uh, yeah, I can see that. But if he's got he's got two-year deals for the Mets and Yankees, he's got to take the Yankees, even no. though the opportunity to close nope. probably isn't there. That's the thing. I think he would take because he knows he's going to he's gonna raise his own stock, and the chance of that next contract being higher would be higher if he went to the Mets and well, got Well, I guess Mets does he want a ring. Yeah, good, Although I think fine. he just got fine. one. Fine, I'll give you that. If he wants a ring over money, then yes, he goes to the Yankees. But I think 80-ish percent of all people choose money over rings. And if he's and one I of think those, he did get one because what he, he was, he was he Red did, Sox 100%, last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, he really, what he pitched like three. Well, they didn't offer him. They didn't offer him. No, no, no. Uh, he was in already. He he was a Red Sox on starting the opening day. He got a ring. Yeah. No, what I'm saying, but he's, he doesn't come with a draft pick. No, he was hurt. Right? No, he does yeah. not. He did not get qualified. He had a bunch of surgeries or something. He did. Nice to do most pictures. Uh, let's see here. So, basically, I think it is time to call upon the interview. Yes. We're going to not send you on over to uh, a member of the Big Apple Baseball Fantasy, Big Apple Baseball, Big Apple Baseball Fantasy, Fantasy, <laughs> Big Apple Baseball. <laughs> basically, it's, Big having Apple sex, baseball it's basically having sex with the oversized apple. Yep. Anyway. Kick it over to our interview with Davy Trout. All right, on the line is Davy Trout, 11, a member of the Big Apple Baseball Fantasy Big Apple Baseball League. Just gonna throw that in as many times as I can. How you doing, man? Thanks for coming on. I'm doing all right, man. How are you guys? Oh, I'm doing all right. It's not our usual night, and we're down a man, but you know, we don't have to get into that. Right. I understand you're playing a little bit of a kicky foot. That's it. Yeah, definitely playing some soccer and stuff. So got a little busy. Yeah, we don't use that fascist term here. It's kicky foot in America. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I can't do it. I got to I gotta call uh, football. I call it football. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You probably have an accent on there, too, somewhere. F- football. Football? Football. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we can do that. How do you, how do you be a fan of both soccer and baseball? 
Um, I'm not really, I can't really even say I'm a fan of soccer so much. I just play soccer. I like to play soccer. Well, most, most children are forced to play it, so I guess that's probably how it happens. I didn't even play it until I was a senior in high school. I just, I hated football. I hated our football team, so I played soccer. Really? You, didn't, you didn't play ASO soccer when you were a kid? No, no soccer when I was a kid at all. I played football, actually, my whole childhood, and I played soccer my senior year, and I've just been playing ever since. Right, so I made a promise to myself when we started the show that the most soccer we'll ever talk is about one minute. So we uh, we succeeded in that goal, and now we can move on to uh, to bigger and better things. No offense to the soccer fans out there. Deal. No, we can offend them. It's okay. Deal. No, it's all right. Go ahead. So uh, how you feeling about this fantasy uh, team you got? I know you weren't a big fan of uh, one uh, Mike Trout. Well, all right. Well, here's the thing. So... The whole trout thing, I can honestly say, might have been the biggest mistake of my life. So a little background here, just for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, Davey Trout here traded Mr. Mike Trout to the one, the only, the best trader in the league, Big League Jew, ran by me, for uh, for who? It was a reliever, and uh, who was it? Dominic Brown, I believe, was the outfielder. Yeah. And the reliever, I want to say, yeah, Rafael Soriano. Rafael Soriano, yeah. Yo, that was, that was a great trade. Right. I, I got to say, I got to give, give you props. That was a very shrewd trade by you. Uh, <laughs> well, well, see what had happened was I just really needed saves. I just, like, the one category that I was just getting really killed in, like, I couldn't even get one was saves. So I was like, you know what, I'll find another hitter. There's going to be hitters all year. Even if I have to be in free agency, you know, all week, I'll find hitters to replace there's, Trout. Eventually. There's finding hitters, and then there's finding another Mike Trout. Well, I mean, you know, Mike Trout's Mike Trout, but at the same time, you know, I, can, I, can, I, can't, find a, I can't find a reliever all the time, you know. Well, I, you I can. Hawkins is probably like you, know the, you know how many uh, relievers you didn't get? Like, you could have had Kyle Farnsworth, Jose Valverde, all the great <laughs> Mets closers. I mean, Jose Valverde is not the Mets closer. Kyle no, I know, but, he, but you could have had him for his two saves, and you could have dropped him for Kyle Farnsworth like I did. You know, now do you have those, Daisuke? There's those bad, bad closers available. I thought about Daisuke, but the thing is with Daisuke is... He's either coming in. He could come in in the sixth. He could come in in the eighth. He, we don't know what we don't know what's going on with Dice K. So, I wanted him for saves, but unless he's Terry says he's the closer, even though no matter what Terry says, it's like going to change the next day. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'd listen to him, I guess. Yeah, you're not going to get many saves from Dice K. But it, typically in a fantasy league, if you if you can play the waiver wire shrewdly and you can be quick about it, because in our leagues. We, there aren't waivers, so you do have to be quick about it when news breaks. But right. there's always new closers. Joe Smith just became the closer in the Angels. You know, there's uh, closers come on the market. Yeah, and now you know the person that you originally uh, wanted for Trout, the person who you snubbed, Koji Uihara, is still available. I did, I, and I did do that. I'm very hurt, by the way. I wanted to rob you. Instead, Luke got to rob you. I know. The thing was, was Trout was up for highway robbery, but the, I just knew that Trout was the name that was going to get me somebody at least semi-decent. And even though it hasn't worked out for me yet, we still have got a whole lot of baseball to play. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, not only one thing. I mean, the, way, the way I see it, Trout's got a much larger opportunity to get hurt than Rafael Soriano does. So, I mean, I'm not hoping that Trout gets hurt because he's the best player in baseball, but if it happens... I still got Soriano out there plugging for saves, possibly. So yeah, right now, he could lose his job. That's the thing. Soriano comes with True, other risks, not injury-related, like losing his job to Tyler Clippard or Drew Storen. Mm-hmm. 
Penguins, but, um, no matter what, we're all going to be in the free agency all year. So I figured, you know what, right now, if I could just lock somebody, I'll do it, and I'll get rid of Trout. It doesn't matter to me. I don't mind playing the game. Hey, so. hey if, you can, if you can make any noise in this league with making that Trout trade, all the more power to you. I mean, I'm really down by two right now. To oh, yeah, yeah. We're playing each other at 7-5. Uh, Zach Wheeler shit the bed for me tonight. Nice little 27 ERA. Yeah, I'll take that. So, I mean... <laughs> But uh, you are a Met fan, right? I am a huge Met fan, yes. So what do you think of this season? What do you think of the, the decently hot start we've gotten off to? Um, honestly, 15-11, a lot. 16-11, uh, 15-12, uh, and 12, I guess. Uh, not bad. Definitely a lot better than I thought. Uh, yeah. Can't complain. I got to say, honestly, I think the biggest surprise is so far this year has got to be Mejia, maybe. And definitely Lagar. Well, I can't say Lagaris is a surprise because I am the Lagaris Legion, but... <laughs> Just you? No one else? Well, no, there's, no, a there's lo- some other guys. There's a lot of other oh. people in the Lagaris Legion. We've got some other guys, so um, I, I gotta say he's definitely even coming back off the injury, three doubles already and two games back. I mean, the guy's on fire. Uh, our starting pitching's been incredible so far. They're kind of dropping the ball right now. I don't know what's up with Bartolo, but well, it's hard to pitch in Colorado. Hopefully, we get out of there and things go back to normal. Because before the Colorado series, I think we had like a 1.9 ERA over like a 13 game stretch or something like that out of our starters. Right. And we, I mean, also, we're also waiting for warm weather. I mean, we're still in the early months of the season, so it can only go up from here the way I see it. And if the way it started, if it can go up, we're going to be looking good. 90 wins, baby. Oh, oh yeah. Now. 90 wins. Here we come. That's <laughs> madness. Madness, I say. <laughs> Real quick, going back to the Garth in the outfield, what do you think about uh, the crowded outfield? Who's going to be the odd man out? Who's going to... Uh... Uh, personally, personally, even though with the even though we got him free agency, I think it should be Chris Young to be honest. That that uh, should play the least. Uh, yeah, I mean Eric Young, but just with his bunting and speed alone, we've scored a lot of runs. I mean, Wait, who are you talking about, Lagaris or Ey? Uh, Ey, Ey Junior. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm and a big fan. Garris is hitting for a little bit of pop with his doubles, and he's getting like ten game hitting streak. You know. Um, I mean, Grandison... Sub-150 uh, batting average? We can't... For the money we spent on Grandison, we just can't sit him. That's the only problem. Like, I would like to say that he should play the least, but for $40 million, no, he, he I, needs to be on the field. I agree we can't sit him much, but we can sit him a little. Like, yeah, I think he should now start getting the occasional, like, maybe one every 10 games day off, one every 14 games day off, something like that. Oh, I could definitely see something like that. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. At what point are you going to start uh, comparing him to Jason Bay? Or has that I, already started? Uh, no, it hasn't started it's yet. Comparing, comparing him to Jason Bay. I've already done it. Uh, oh, right. no, you got you got to have more hope. That's that's Met fandom right there. I, well, it, the, the, the thing is, is, we're used to the disappointment, so for me it's just easy to say, all right, yeah, he's Jason Bay, let's move on from it. But, I mean, I really hope he's not. But at the same time, he hasn't shown me anything but it, so... But see, that's the thing. Like, we can't move on because uh, Terry Collins is going to play him. He got all this money, and the Mets don't have the kind of financial flexibility to right. absorb that kind of loss and just write it off like the Yankees could. And the, and I think that's the biggest problem is it's not like it's not like he is Christian where we can't say, you know what, we got him for whatever it was, like... So was it seven or seventeen million dollars or something? Uh, just seven, I think. Yeah, like seven million dollars. Like we could rate Chris Young off and just not play him that much this year. If it, if a little it, bit, Chris that. Young's played recently. He, he's got some serious power. He's hit, I think, a couple home runs that were no doubt about it. Shots, shots like uh, the Ike Davis style shots used to be, just the ones that cleared it by thirty feet. 
I mean, I feel like I feel like he kind of scares me a little bit. I feel like he missed opening day. He didn't didn't he just recently miss some time with something else or something like that? Isn't he like injury prone for some reason? I thought. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's injury prone and he's you know never lived up to expectations, but he's also shown glimpses of you know marginally plus speed with decently plus power. If well, he ever put it all together, he could have a twenty five fifteen season, something like that. That's like exactly what the Mets are built on glimpses. It's like that's yeah. That's, that's true. Yep. Unfortunately, that's our problem. We're built on glimpses, and I mean, Jason Bay had a glimpse when he first came here, but it was really came to you know nothing in reality. So I mean, we've all, we've had a lot of glimpses. We need something steady. Honestly, I think that's what Lagaris is. I think obviously Wright has always been steady for us. You a Murphy uh, fan? I, I I am a Murphy fan. I think he's a great father. I want to say that first and foremost. He's a great father. <laughs> he's a great father. Good for him for taking paternity leave. I just want to <laughs> okay, well, dedication. Sorry, sorry, second, I wasn't sure where we were going. No, you like don't. a new father or something. You were like banding together with other fathers. I wasn't sure what was happening. No, no, no. I just want to say he's a great father. Hell <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a great father. But um, no, honestly, defensively, I think he's a little underrated. I think I think he plays a lot better than some people think. I agree. Um, I believe that he's I mean, he's our best hitter right now. He's he's batting over 300, I think. Maybe not after tonight but, or yesterday, but he was batting over 300, I think, just a couple of days ago. And um, it, he's steady. He's just he's steady. He's always been steady. He kind of ruined the streak tonight on a, on a stupid base steal, I think, 20 or 29 consecutive. Yeah, he whatever. finally lost the streak tonight. I brought it up on the show last night, and, of course, today I, I get the jinx. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate yeah. it, I guess. Um, but no, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a Murphy fan. He he comes through. He's been solid. Other than, I, did he get hurt last year? He got hurt last year. And but no, other than that, he's he's fantastic. No, he, didn't, he didn't get hurt for for any kind of real period of time because I know he was like second in the NL in hits, like I always say. So uh, okay, yeah, he's um. Uh, it's amazing how underrated he is. That's what, I, and that's the thing I think too. I think when people talk about second base, his name doesn't come up enough. Oh, it never comes up. Fire and and Kinsler and things like that, but no, I never hear anybody say Daniel Murphy. But I mean, I guess he also gets confused for Justin Turner in the Mets calendar. So shit, that's how that works. Well, it's two nondescript white men. Come on now. Yeah, I guess. So, speaking of which, where are you from, man? I'm we keep trying to figure you out. I'm from Rhode Island. Rhode Island. All right. That's uh, unexpected. I didn't know if anything was from there but Family Guy. So I, I hear you're the Latino James Franco. That's, wow, where did you even hear that? That's, <laughs> that's the word on the street. You're the Latino James Franco. That's kind of true. I'm not Latino at all. I'm definitely white. But oh, I, my bad. <laughs> a lot of people say that I look Spanish, so that makes sense. But um, I mean, do you have, like, a, a number of children that you don't take care of? I, um, what? I'm Hispanic. I can make yeah, that joke. I would talk about it, but there could be some sort of alimony charges. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that alone. All right. So now I got another random question. Uh, How did you get into Big Apple Baseball? Um, honestly, I just kind of went crazy on Twitter, just following everybody that had a Mets picture or Mets related <laughs> something, just because living in Rhode Island, I'm in, I'm stuck in Red Sox Nation, and it's either a bunch of Red Sox fans or fake Yankee fans or like the few true real Yankee fans. So like. That's all I hear about down here. I can't talk really Mets with anybody, so I figured the best way to go about it would be like on Twitter and Facebook. So, so how did you come stuff. about being a Mets fan? What was that? How did you come about being a Mets fan? Um, 
06 really was probably the biggest. Um, I just remember, like, tuning in. I went to a few games in 05 with a friend of my family's, and then 06, I remember watching the playoffs on TV, and Andy Chavez catch oh, yeah. for me. It was, it's still to this day, in my opinion, the greatest play in Mets history, the greatest catch in baseball, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, I was there that night. I was sitting in left field, too. Yeah, like, just because that was, like, my, like, I was, like, you know, at the end of that game when, uh, you know, number 15, I won't say his name, mm -hmm. uh, you know, looked at that pitch from, you know, that pitcher whose name I won't say. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I can literally say, like, that's the first time I ever cried, I think, from a sporting event. I'll come that was right, fucking crushing. Wow. I'll come right out and say it. Like, that one dropped me a little bit. It hurt. So. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes and plays for that team, which hurt me a little bit. Yeah, you know, now he's a Yankee. How do you, and now he's a Yankee. And he, he's going he's gonna to, like, somehow drive the Yankees to a World Series victory. Well, what's going what's gonna to be really interesting is when he comes to City Field on, uh, what is it, May 15th or whatever, and you just know he's going to do some clutch Oh, they're going to boo the hell out oh, of him. Too. Well, yes, that, that. But he, he will probably also have, like, the game-winning double or some nonsense. If there's some way I could get to that game, um, I think I would definitely streak during his at-bat. I would just <laughs> yep. something to just... I would just need to get near him just so I could tell him how much I hate him and how much he's ruined my life, maybe. And, yeah, no, I just have a lot of ill will towards him. But. Hell, yeah. And on that note, I'm getting the wrap-it-up sign. from. But we do have to kind of wrap it up, so we want to uh, thank you for coming on. No, definitely. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, having, you fun, having fun with you in the league and robbing you blind. Definitely, no. You know what? Honestly, that trade's going to come back to bite you in the butt, man. You're not going <laughs> to... You're not going to appreciate that trade come September, I can guarantee it. It's going to bite me in the butt because I didn't make it. It's, no, it's going even to... Though, even though the trout Uihara deal was there, you spurned it. My, uh, my passionate heat for the Red Sox took me over on that one, I can't lie. <laughs> there it is. Hey, it's hard for me to have him on the team, too. It's, it's, that's my problem with fantasy sports is I go way too personal with it. Like, last year I kept Tim Tebow on my bench all year. <laughs> Wow. Just in, in case he got a starting job. That's, I just, that's amazing. I actually gave him a start when Peyton Manning had his bye week just because I wanted him to start somewhere in the NFL last. <laughs> so, that's a dedicated uh, fan right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, man, thanks for coming on. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug or anything? Um, No, I guess. Where they can catch you on Twitter? Yeah, follow me on Twitter, Davey Trout. That's about it. Other than that, I'm just, uh, just happy to be on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Let's go Mets. All right. Let's not go Mets, but all right. Let's, Let's go, go Mets. Mets. Woo. All right, man. Take it easy. All right. Have a good one, guys. Peace. Thanks, Davey. Um, that's our show for this week, I guess. Anything else? We need to sound a little more enthused. Yeah, yeah, that, that after that great interview, interview. Yeah. this is the first time we've had a, uh, a fan on the show. He's obviously a loyal listener that kisses the ground we walk on, and mm -hmm. we appreciate that. Yes. And, uh, you know. Are you going to take him up on that uh, glory hole offer? I mean, <laughs> duck shit in the woods. No. <laughs> no, I'm not. So. Why do you have your fingers crossed when you said that? Yeah. Um, shout out this week to good friend Matt Goodwin. Shout out nope, to our friend nope, Steve-O. Nope, none of those. Check out George's new article on the website, yes, figuredbaseball.com. Our fantastic website. Follow us on Twitter. At Big, Big A Baseball. At Big A Baseball. Yep. Instagram at Big Apple Baseball. Correct. 
We're over the 600 follower mark now on right. uh, Twitter. Follow us or be warned. Fucking watch kneel your, beneath Zor. Watch your back, Jose Batista. Oh, and uh, don't forget to email us, podcastbigabaseball.com. That's right, naked oh. selfies. And the most welcome. important thing is when you're looking at and you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher, to rate and review rate us. Rate and review, Dang, that's right. Get us out there. Tell your friends. Stitcher, rate tell your enemies. Yep. Tell people you see on the street. Just run up to them. Grab their children so they're paying attention to you. Exactly. And then say, hey, listen to Big Apple Baseball and we'll give you back your child. Make sure you're well armed, though. Yeah. Because nobody likes idle threats. You know, wherever. Try and be aroused, too. Yeah, oh, people will take you seriously, then. At least half would. Yeah. Minimum. Minimum. So, do you have anything else for tonight? Is that all the... No, I, I think we're good with giving people the mental image of abducting children while erect. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think that's an oxymoron, obviously. Yeah, how, how else are you going to abduct children? If you're not going to be erect, then I think you're missing the point of exercise. So, you're saying that jumbo shrimp is equal to abducting children <laughs> while unerect. Correct. No, erect. While erect? So, so it doesn't happen? If they, if they no. abducted them unerect, then it would be weird. I see what he's saying. I don't. It's very exciting. That the normal procedure is abducting children while you're erect. That's it. That's all I'm saying. And you said your parents are listening to this? <laughs> so they have stopped listening and discussed hours ago. <laughs> you know? Somehow I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. I'm yeah. sorry. Don't hold it against them. Don't hold all the other things against them, but not this. It's true. That whole uh, murder for hire thing, the whole, you know. Basically, if you hold the child against them, he'll get hard. Is that the point? <laughs> yes. Hey, at least <laughs> well, you didn't promise no, to rape the, the point, unborn. The point will be somewhere in that child, put it that way. Maybe in them, maybe, you know, outside of them. <laughs> Children make us hard. Oh god, we yeah, need to end this show. So that, I think I think I have to mute that one. That might be the first ever dump. So in George R. R. Martin's book version of Game of oh Thrones, oh my god, Jeff is literally picking his armpit hair. Everybody while he says is like four years younger, so all these scenes were of like sex is like eight to fourteen year olds basically. So it's a lot less. So you're saying there's a it's a, it's a lot more creepy if, if you really think about George R. R. Martin's strict interpretation of the text. So Don't I apologize agree, yeah. that we didn't end the show earlier. So in this but last episode, it's not show, a spoiler. No. Tommen was oh somewhat God. seduced by an older woman. Yeah. And if you take that so literally, sorry. an older woman seduced an eight-year-old, I guess it... How about that Sir Pounce? Sir Pounce? I heard in the book, she gives him Sir Pounce. Really? And on yeah. that note, I think we can end. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review us. So Watch your baseball. Didn't, I didn't get to tell anybody Luke Podwalker. Luke oh, Podwalker. Yeah, follow Luke Podwalker. I'm, I'm, I'm Jeff's I'm not, here, man. not here, man. Yeah, you don't have to follow Don't follow Jeff's me because you don't know who I am. Yeah, Chris is anonymous. He's in the wind. That's right. I just sit there and I lurk. And that's about it. We'll Wait. see you next week. Chris, if you fell back down, would somebody lift you back up? Nope. They're not getting it this time. <laughs> not this time. Ron Washington smokes crack. Oh, see you next that's week. Right. That's right. He does. Don't worry about me, I'm gonna make it alright Got my enemies caught, field in my sight I think I'll be a situation, gonna make it right In the shadow of the darkness, I stand in the light See, it's our style, to keep it true I had a bad year, I'm going to have been knocked out Detail, black and blue She's not the one coming back for you She's not the one coming back for you If I fall back down, you're gonna help me back up again If I fall back down, you're gonna be my friend if I fall back down, you're gonna help me back up.
the farm.